0: seem to remember how many episodes but this might be the penultimate episode of part eight (laughs) who Mm -hmm. knows who find out so um yeah um I don't know was that how did you feel about this episode called the domino effect
1: Uh, it was okay what did you think of it
0: um I don't know why it was called the domino effect I, I was trying to piece that together It didn't feel like there were... I guess the season doesn't feel like it's a final season, if that makes any sense. Mm -hmm. So um, I wasn't sure why it was called the domino effect. I mean, we had dominoes in the episode, but I didn't get it. Yeah,
1: because none of the storylines really... Yeah, it it didn't make sense at all. Yeah. But I feel like it's not unusual with Sex and the City. Sometimes you can tell they've decided on a snappy title and they're going to make it fit whether (laughs) you like it or not.
0: yeah so as a summary this is an episode where big returns and carrie is upset about a health condition that he has samantha is not happy about progressing in her relationship with smith charlotte is trying to get pregnant and miranda i want to say progresses with her relationship but i don't think that's the word is is Having feelings with Steve, but progressing with Robert. Okay, Miranda is in a pissing pissing contest with Steve about their various relationships. <laughs> I think is the best way I can say it. So we see Carrie dressed up walking down the street at night. The this woman is talking about how some New York nights are historic and others are just big. And then I have a face palm, cause I'm like, oh God, here we go again, biggest here. So she's having dinner with him, doing her stupid cutesy thing um, and just making jokes. And they're being flirty. And she asks him what his New York agenda is. He asks her if he can tell her a secret. And he says that he's having a hard thing done. He says they found the blockage. So he's getting an angioplasty. And Carrie just breaks down crying, like bawling, not like just tears down her face, like seriously crying when he says that.
1: They're really bad tears. I'm really sorry because they look so fake and <laughs> they sounded so fake. And I was like, Sarah Jessica Parker, you're a better actress than this. Yeah, I wasn't feeling that. I'm sorry. I will say um, Carrie's dress was amazing. She looked so good.
0: Yeah, she did. I don't, I didn't think it was, it, it felt like, it felt like a childlike cry and felt like how Carrie would cry. Because I just, at that moment, realized we don't have a lot of moments where Carrie cries and it her crying felt like how she screams you know how she's a screamer for everything
1: (laughs) yeah I don't know it literally just seemed like there was not a single tear in her eye I don't know I I was really taken aback because I'm like wow I can't believe they left this taken I just thought it was really bad fake right (laughs) that's all
0: so big tells her not to be a sissy ouch (laughs) didn't hold up well That they do a meal in a day of these these days and it's like getting your teeth cleaned and that makes her sob even louder. So Miranda gets home and we see Robert making dinner. It's just a side apart. I just feel like Robert Leeds is the worst name to give Blair Underwood a black man. I mean, maybe it's not. I just I just don't like the name.
1: (laughs) Yeah, I was just freaking out because... I can't imagine anything worse than people just being in my apartment when I don't know they're there. Yeah. And I was just like, mm-mm. I know everyone's different, but uh, and I know it comes up later again in the episode, but I need to know. Sorry. <laughs> don't surprise me.
0: So um, she tells him that she doesn't care how he got into her place. Um, we learn that he's her boyfriend. It's a, it's a voiceover when Carrie says that And he tells her that Magda let him in and she was just excited that, you know, Miranda's stove was getting used and he was cooking. Magda be overstepping her boundaries in all Mm -hmm. different ways. But this is the difference between when you like someone and when you don't, because Miranda doesn't have a problem with it, but let it be someone that she didn't care for. When she was going through her thing with Steve, she would have been livid. (laughs) So he tells her that she doesn't know how to cook. He only knows how to make one thing and enchiladas. She asked how she could repay him and he asked her to take tomorrow off and they could spend the whole day together. Um, this was interesting because now the scene with Steven stuff, I didn't think was the next day scene, but I don't think she ever took the day off, did she? Um, she did.
1: Because that was wasn't that why she was home when Steve walked in on them. She was taking a day off.
0: Oh I he see. wasn't expecting her to be there. Okay, gotcha. Um Okay, so that was the next day. I thought it was at night. Because it was no, after it was, she said, it was
1: definitely daytime.
0: Okay, gotcha. So they could spend the whole day together. So the next thing we see them having sex and Steve walks in. My thought was like, since when did Steve have keys? I thought they had like this whole thing where she was upset and we have to have boundaries. So did they regress or did I am I forgetting something?
1: I don't know. But either way, I think it's just them's from the fact that Steve didn't expect her to be there. And he forgot something for Brady. So even if they hadn't had that discussion, he probably thought, oh, let me just grab and get it. Like, she won't
0: know I was there. But, yeah. It just seems so, on um, Miranda-like, for him to have keys. For him to even say, let me just go grab it, let me, for him to even have keys at all, oh. is where I was stuck on, because she just seemed very mean about the whole thing about him coming over and all that kind of stuff because if he just wants to grab it when you give someone keys that's a risk you have to take (laughs) is that they could unexpectedly be in your house yeah so yeah that was interesting so steve is shocked and his haste to get out he runs into a wall and then his nose starts bleeding miranda asks him what he's doing here and he says he forgot brady's eardrops um, I don't know if you noticed, but he was speaking rather loudly, like, the way he speaks, and then just like that. No, I didn't notice. Yeah, and I was like, huh, maybe, this episode may, g- gave me a few, maybe these people did do their research, but really, Steve did, was just yelling, I'm like, why are you yelling, you're in a little tiny room in an apartment, there's no need to yell. Yeah, yeah, I thought
1: about that, even, like, with Big's heart issues, I'm like, oh, yeah. Yeah, I forgot my mm-hmm. thing is, I don't know why it took Steve like stood and watched for a bit before he turned around. I was just like, God, go away! Like, what's taking you so long? But mm-hmm. maybe the shock, everyone acts differently.
0: Yeah. So Robert um comes right out, jumps over the bed, and he's like, "Are you okay?" And he's like, "Who the hell are you?" And I'm like, "How are you question so and in my house? <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> Who the hell you are?" So Robert is cleaning Steve's nose, and she says, oh, this is Robert. He's a doctor, and he's my boyfriend. Then she says to Robert, like, oh, I'm sorry. Is it weird that I called you that? And he says, no, I like it. And they're just having a conversation while Steve is bleeding here. And Steve is like, hello, I'm over here. Um, As a sidebar, I was very focused on Miranda's eyebrows. They were so thin. And I think that's what it was back then, but I don't know if I've ever noticed it I mean it's been there but it was just very noticeable for me this episode how thin um, her eyes were I didn't notice all I noticed
1: was well thought about was that they were literally just having sex and now Blair Underwood's hands are all over Steve's face and yeah <laughs> I grossed myself
0: out yeah <laughs> there's that I think part of why I noticed it is I just watched the Pamela Anderson um documentary and that's someone who's committed to the thin eyebrows too and she really has thin eyebrows and i know that's not what the documentary was about but i was hoping she would address why she's committed to it like i actually went to google <laughs> like Anderson? yes but once you've had your eyebrow
1: <clears throat> oh gosh once you've had your eyebrows thin for that long they'll they'll stay that way yeah
0: so but i, I necessarily go
1: back and not everyone wants microblading etc.
0: Yes, that's what I mean. I I know there are ways that she could get it thicker if she wanted to as a celebrity also. So I'm just wondering about the choice Mm. to keep it that way. Well, Um, then brows are getting back into fashion. So that's that. Yeah, she's just never changed it over the years. So it was just, I mean, I'm sure she has a reason. It was just a, I want to call it fun curiosity. I don't know, but those are just my thoughts. So they're smiling at each other until Steve reminds him To help him. And then Steve asks how long they've been together. And Miranda says a month. And that she was going to mention when the time was right. She tells Robert. And this is Steve Brady's dad. And he's like nice to meet you. Robert says his nose is fine. It's just bruised. And then he asks Miranda for a tampon. And Steve is like what? And then Steve asks him are you like a nose guy or something? And he says no. He's in sports medicine um, for the Knicks. And if you know Steve. You know that Steve loves him some Knicks. But he doesn't react. He doesn't say anything. He doesn't, whatever. As he shouldn't. I mean, you're not gonna fawn over the person that you kind of secretly like, I think. Um, boyfriend, their boyfriend. And then he um Robert cuts the tampons into two, and then he inserts it into his nostrils, strings, and all. I'm saying that because I think the picture, the scene presented was just like. Steve was emasculated in some way I guess And like you know he's a doctor he's all this you know alpha male and he's just making Steve feel a little below beneath him if that makes sense you think he did it on purpose no I don't think he did it on purpose but I think that's what the producers were trying to um portray Mm -hmm. because at the end of the scene they just stood one second longer with Steve sitting down tumbling his nose string and all I mean, he could have cut off the string if he wanted to, but he didn't. And he's just sitting there after saying he's a doctor for the Knicks. And I think something, a voiceover that Carrie said or something like that, salt on the wounds or something like that. So I think that was what their whole thing was like. Miranda upgraded, I guess, is what they were trying to do. So um, the next day, Miranda tells the girls the story and Carrie is like, that is so horrifying. And Samantha was like, well, I don't know, she won. And Charlotte says, it's not a competition. And Samantha says, you're right. She's been fucked by a hot black doctor and Steve had tampons, no contest. Um, I felt like the black doctor comment sounded like fetish, fetishiz- I can't say that word, fetishization?
1: A 100% did it was disgusting and it's not the first time the show's done it and it's not the first time it's been from samantha either so call a spade a spade they do it all the time so
0: yeah and if you're interested we do have an episode about fetishization sorry guys I don't I apparently can't say can you say it I struggle with that word all the time fetishization <laughs> I have to think about it like hard <laughs> so yeah. yeah we have that that was interesting but you know I guess it's a thing. You fucked a hot black doctor, not just a doctor. Um, and I, and I was gonna say it's not. Um,
1: it's also it's not that unusual because people do it all the time, even today. Well, they'll have a random qualifier, and you're just like, but why did we need to know that? What does that have to do with anything? But yeah, <laughs>
0: sorry. <laughs> yeah, Sex in
1: the City didn't hold up in certain ways, so. But it's also still true to life in certain ways. <laughs>
0: Yeah, so, yeah. I know because I feel like I get a lot of people. Well, maybe not a lot of people, but like at my job, they're always talking about how Friends didn't hold up, and I yeah. always want to scream out like, um, I don't think it's Sex and City. I think a lot of shows didn't hold up. It's just a product of the times that we were in. But I don't know the 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 picking out of just Friends is kind of interesting to me.
1: And I think it's silly. Sorry to get on an aside, what that whole Friends didn't hold up thing, I think is bullshit. It did hold up because it's still funny. It's still a comedy. The writing's still sharp. Obviously, like you were saying, in every show, there's going to be things that we wouldn't do now. It doesn't mean they didn't hold up. Do you know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. Yeah.
0: yeah. So, Charlotte, um, Miranda's like, well, I hate to admit it, that a part of her took pleasure in it, and is that terrible? And Charlotte is like, it's not. It's not like she planned it. And I'm like, yeah, Miranda, you're just a human being. Like, we've talked about it so many times, like how. If you date someone and you move on, it's not like you want to date that person, but you want to be the first secretly. You just want to be the first that moves on. When you go to a party and you know your ex is going to be there, you want to look like your hottest. You just want to feel like you have a one-up. It might not yeah. have to be rational. It's just human nature. And Miranda did win. Sorry. <laughs> be real.
1: And I'm sure Steve was feeling like he won when he was dating Debbie too, which is also part of the reason he was so pressed to have them meet. Let's be
0: real, so. Okay, I don't want to defend Steve, and my memory could be fuzzy. I feel like why he was pressing me to meet was, like, Miranda just kept picking and picking, like, I need to know who this person is that's with my son and with this and with that, because he didn't really say anything, and then Miranda was mad about it. Like, you didn't tell me you were dating someone. Mm-hmm. So, <laughs> I feel like that was why he wanted, but yeah. Um, Miranda says um, she's crazy about Robert, so why does she care what Steve thinks? Carrie says it's because they've been through a lot. And so people just get under your skin and stay there. And then she casually slips in like, you know, like the other night when I saw Big. And Charlotte is like, Big is in town? And she (laughs) says, yeah, he's here for a heart thing. And then Miranda quips, oh, wow, is he on the wait list to get one? (laughs) So she tells him that he's having a heart procedure and it's a routine procedure that they found a blockage. And then she starts crying again. And I'm like, oh my God, they really just set this up all episode long so the girls are surprised and they start consoling her and she tells them like this is exactly what she did and she knows he will be fine then crying didn't improve by the way (laughs) i'm sorry
1: every time she burst into tears i'm like wow that's all i thought i don't know maybe i've been hard on i just think she's such a good actress that it took me out of the scene every single time she started (laughs) crying because i'm just like what is going on here makes no sense to me. But
0: yeah. (laughs) So Bitsy suddenly pops up. If you do not remember, Bitsy is the one who married Bobby Fine, played by Nathan Lane. And Carrie says in the voiceover that she's she's married to Bobby Fine, known to everyone but Bitsy as the gayest man alive. It's been how many years? These people should let this Bitsy be happy. They're happy. They said they have the best sex. (laughs) It actually hasn't been that long, has it? it's been
1: like she was dating burger when that whole thing happened
0: yeah so i mean time is a construct in sex in the city but in my (laughs) mind it was like a year because if she's pregnant um nine months and she tried to get pregnant for a while i give it like a year and some so okay that makes sense um so she's very obviously pregnant she actually looks like her due date is around the corner and she gabbles on about how excited they are and it's a girl and he picked out names already, and it's going to be Judy or Barbara. <laughs> I don't know, like, that I'm <laughs> just like, wow. <laughs> I know. I'm like,
1: that's so Ghanaian, looking at a newborn baby and calling it Barbara or Judith. But anyway. But, I mean, uh, when you said that's so Ghanaian, what do you mean? Uh, Ghanians love old people names for babies, is what I mean. Oh, okay. And Judy and Barbara. I, know, I get it. I know why it's Judy and Barbara. But okay. was, yeah they love to give like yeah agatha <laughs> like i was just like can you look at a newborn baby and call it barbara sorry if there are any barbara's out there or, or if any of you have named your children Barbara. and i know old names are back in fashion but it cracks me up every time <laughs> you have to
0: grow <laughs> into their names yes so she says she owes it to Dr. Mao, who's an acupuncturist, because she couldn't take it anymore with the IUIs and the IVFs. So she tried that, and I guess it didn't work, and then she went to the acupuncturist.
1: Yeah, so I had a random kind of question. I was watching something the other day, and it's a British show, and they refer to test tube babies. And then I thought, growing up, people, we really did call it test tube babies yeah was it did they call it that in america as well yeah or has it always been like so when did ivf
0: replace it it was just a random thought i think just over the years and even now as you say test tube babies i'm questioning myself but i know like i used to read about it because it was test tube babies and then we woke up one day and then i guess it changed i don't know when that happened
1: it's weird right it felt like such a throwback the thing i was watching was about the world's first test tube baby and then i was like oh i don't think we use that term
0: anymore and it just i don't know it just seemed really weird yeah i I think it's just the passage of time just like last week when we were talking about mental institutions yes yes and all that so it's just the passage of time like it used to be um air stewardess and now it's flight attendant like everything's just you know yeah but that one
1: makes more sense to me do you know what i mean because you don't want to genderize it i don't i know genderize isn't a word but you know what i mean But yeah, Yeah. I don't know why. I was like, really, like, wow, when did we stop saying test you, baby? But no one says test you, baby, (laughs) anymore. (laughs) Thank God. Sounds... (laughs) I know. Makes it sound like more like a science experiment, I should say.
0: Yeah. Mm -hmm. So Charlotte is interested and wonders how it's possible. Like, she tells the ladies, like, she's like 50. Oh, God. And Samantha adds she's married to a fag. I'm like, oh. This episode... Big already said sissy, and now she's saying fag. Oh, gosh. Um, we see Charlotte at Dr. Mao, and the waiting room is packed. So she sits between two women, and they're all talking about their testimonies and how it worked and this woman and that woman and blah, blah, blah. And we see Charlotte just being hopeful that it's going to work. So then they switch to Carrie, who goes to visit Big, In the cutest, I know it's a plaid dress, but I don't know my notes. I say tartan. That's another word. Do we still say that? (laughs) I still say tartan,
1: but I don't know if it's more of a British thing. But we don't say plaid, really. We always say tartan. I I feel feel like people who say plaid is Americanisms.
0: I feel like we used to say tartan, but I don't know Mm. if it's because... I'm Nigerian and we speak yeah. good English, but I don't say it anymore, so I just yeah. say it now. So but yes, I like love you, sorry,
1: even in Ghana, like I only heard plaid when I came to America. Like even the word plaid, I only ever read it in books
0: until <laughs> I
1: came to America.
0: We definitely <laughs> said button <Martin. Yeah. laughs> But yeah, um I really just really love that dress it was very simple it was open back and then she had a bra to match but i just love cute summer dresses i thought she looked great all episode to be fair yeah um so ruby his nurse comes in and she's fluffing big's pillow and then she's fluffing it, carrie starts crying again i'm like oh my god (laughs) like i'm sorry you see
1: why the cries were triggering me because i kept having to hear it and i was like come on
0: I think for me it's the fact that I might be jumping ahead but through the episode we never really get a reason why she's being emotional about Mm -hmm. it so it's Mm -hmm. just a waste yeah you'd expect her to have
1: like a scene where she'd be like oh my gosh sorry I'm just so overwhelmed at the thought of you dying I don't know what I'll do if you weren't there in my life yeah that's what good writing would do
0: i'm just like that's why i said this is a penultimate episode like set something up like just Mm -hmm. make it seem like it will make you rethink if big dies would i feel like i've done everything i'm crying because of all like i don't even think at the table i don't know if the girls even asked why Why are you so affected by this yeah that's a miranda question so this was very bizarre and i think all that together made every outburst just Need yep. be numb. Like, okay, yep. I don't know why you're crying, so I don't know what I'm supposed to feel. That's so. why
1: I thought the crying was so ridiculous. It just made no sense to me, because it yeah. seems so random. Yeah. Yeah.
0: So Ruby tells her not to worry, that her husband will be fine, and Carrie snaps out of it, and she's like, Oh, he's not my husband. The tears just stopped. <laughs> the, the Did you recognize us, Ruby? She was familiar, but
1: no, I couldn't place her. Okay, it was driving me insane because I knew I'd seen her in several things.
0: But I think the main thing was Weeds. She was in Weeds for quite a bit. Ah, uh, okay. Yeah. I just knew she was a character actress, but it wasn't yeah. enough like for me. I didn't go like check or anything, but I was like, oh, I've seen her somewhere before. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> um, s- then we see Samantha and Smith having sex. And she's instructing him on what to do. Put your hand here, put your finger there, put the ridge there and all that. It's very descriptive. So the next thing we see them walking down the street with Samantha wearing the most low-rise white pants ever in life. Like, there's no way she was wearing underwear with this. I <laughs> <laughs> So he tries to hold her hand and Samantha was not having it. Like, she just moves her hand away and puts it on her head. He tries again. And in her attempt to get away from him, um, her shoe gets caught and she falls down a hatch into a basket of vegetables. How lucky was she, by the way? She could have died just because <laughs> she didn't want to hold
1: this man's hand. Sorry. Imagine if nothing was there. That's like instant death. You hit your head on concrete, you're done. Yep. Ugh. But anyway.
0: <laughs> so she. next thing we see is that she's in a boot and walking with Carrie and hobbling along and saying that she feels sympathy for the disabled. And Carrie is like, oh, my God, how did this happen? That falling down the hatch is her biggest fear. I think that's actually a valid fear for Carrie. We all have high heels and her strutting around. <laughs>
1: I'd, I'd have a, a fear, too, because I legit feel like Samantha could have died. I'm
0: sorry. <laughs> yeah. So Samantha says it was Smith's fault that he did something to her that was so perverse. And all right, she's just going to come right out and say it. He tried to hold her hand. Um, Carrie's like, oh, my God. And then she says, it's an even bigger problem because she did not fuck a single or married guy the whole time Smith <laughs> this woman. Oh, And then she says, and also she missed him. So Carrie yeah. says she might want to consider him like life is short and she might just want to consider holding his hand. Yeah. Carrie tells Samantha that the crying thing happened again And Samantha says, "Mm, I recommend waterproof mascara. (laughs) (laughs) So, a random aside, maybe it's just in my head canon.
1: I've just... I've never ever... And I know she probably does, and I feel like she's mentioned she does. But for some reason, I just never thought Samantha would be the type to sleep with married men. I feel like she'd have a code for herself. Or no?
0: No, because now when you say that, the thing that comes to mind is... That guy, remember that guy that she slept with and the wife excommunicated her? Yes, yes. And she knew, It's just
1: like, eh. Yeah, that's true. That's true. I did forget that. Wow, that seems but, so long ago. Wow.
0: Yeah, but I do think it is lazy writing because, or maybe it's just us having expectations of Samantha, to be honest. Samantha doesn't care. Yeah, that's Samantha's great. the kind of person that would be like, I'm not the one married to him. That's his wife's problem yeah yeah that's fair sometimes I just feel like when they have um
1: characters who are like quote-unquote promiscuous or whatever I do feel like sometimes it's a bit lazy because they act like their person is immoral which yeah. again could be misogyny baked in actually not could be probably is misogyny baked in yeah That I just thought would have been more interesting if the they'd made that the case do you know what I mean but they're yeah. next to Samantha all the time so it's yeah.
0: But also, if it was so like often, I feel like Charlotte would have called her out. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, just, exactly. I, could go either I feel way. like
1: Charlotte wouldn't be friends with someone like that. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. You're right. Anyway, whatever.
0: Mm-hmm. It was just a thought. Sorry. No, it makes sense. Um, I don't know. Carrie decides to talk to Samantha about this whole big thing and tells her that the crying happened again. And of course, Samantha, don't give me emotions. is like, Um, maybe she used waterproof mascara. So she says she figured out the only way to have Big in her life was to block out every feeling, and now every feeling is bubbling up and it has nowhere to go but to her eyeballs. And some may say, like, this is the explanation, but it tells me nothing. What feeling are you having? Like, is it a get back together? Is it a losing him in my life or is it not? Because we already know that you want to be friends with him forever and ever. Like, this friendship is so important that you couldn't help it to save your relationship, but okay, walk us through the journey. But this is all we get. She says she can't do anything. He is who he is, and he won't change, and she needs to accept it. I mean, thank God for little victories. (laughs) (laughs) So Samantha says, ow, and Carrie's like, if it hurts so much, why are they going shopping? And Samantha says she has a broken toe, not a broken spirit. Never have I seen two shallow people try to have a deep conversation. Like, like it's like Samantha was talking about Smith and Carrie turned it around to talk about her crying, and then Samantha turns it around to say, "Eh, my feet hurt." So That's, I <laughs> nothing was resolved. Like,
1: I always enjoy Carrie and Samantha scenes. I actually think that may be my favorite <laughs> because, which is why, sorry, sometimes I hate and just like that so much. Samantha's like lack of presence is glaring. Yeah. It's glaring. I feel like her her friendship with Carrie is, to me, it balances the show out so
0: well. You know? So, yeah, in yeah. the season of death, Samantha will be who she needed. Because her relationship with Charlotte is she's mostly always hyping Charlotte up. Mm-hmm. And then with Miranda, she's always, like, seeking advice from Miranda. Yes. Then with Samantha, Samantha balances and takes charge of what to do. So yes. in this case, she'd have been good at cheering her up. And, you know, as we mm-hmm. see, Charlotte made it about herself. So... And also,
1: Samantha lets Carrie be herself without mm-hmm. any judgment whatsoever,
0: mm-hmm. which you need friends like that sometimes, you know? Yeah. So, um, ba-ba-ba-bum. Carrie's in her apartment spewing things like, if New York's signature fruit is the apple and their signature sound is the ambulance, who said that? It seems like all day, every day, people are getting hurt and everyone has to hear about it. How about the hurt that they don't hear about, like, falling into a hatch or falling back in love? Just how dangerous is having an open heart? So, again, he told her he had a heart thing and she said falling back in love. I don't want to do homework when I'm working, watching a show. Like, tell me exactly. what you're feeling.
1: <laughs> exactly. And we know she's been in love with Big. She's just managed to compartmentalize, right? So yeah. she can still have him in, in her life under the guise of friendship. Yeah. And, so yeah, and maybe is, that's what the tears are revealing. <laughs> maybe. But like is, you said, why should we have to do all that reasoning?
0: You're right. Yeah. Yeah, just tell us. Mm-hmm. So the question is just how dangerous is an open heart? Over to you, Nana. <laughs> what the hell am I supposed to say?
1: How Just how dangerous is an open heart? I mean, it's dangerous. Or have you... <laughs> wanting like i don't know like what do you want me to say carrie but it's true like it obviously makes you more open to things when you get to and i think that's what she's trying to say right with big yeah but yeah I, I, i didn't yeah what did you think of the question
0: um i said it was very dangerous but then i had to edit that a little bit because it depends on who you ask I think having an open heart is dangerous because then you tend to rule with your heart. I'm not a rule with your heart kind of person, but that's not to say that's the right way. And that's Mm -hmm. why it looks like depending on who you ask, like the other day on Valentine's Day, Jennifer Lopez debuted like an infinity or matching tattoo with Ben Affleck or whatever. And she's like in her fifties. And I'm just like, you know what? It's. I'm in awe of people who are just, you know, love, 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 love because then you keep trying because it's not like the opposite where you close your heart off is exactly the best thing either, if that's something that you desire in your life. So having an open heart gives you the courage to keep trying over and over and over again. The only reason why I think it's dangerous is that in the quest to try and achieve what you want, you sometimes don't make the best decisions because Your heart is so open that it doesn't give room for your head to help you guide you.
1: Yeah. I once said Jennifer Lopez, I think, is one of the bravest people (laughs) or bravest celebrities I see, and someone laughed at me. But I'm like, sorry, I do think she's brave. To constantly try to give love a second another chance, another chance, even after being hurt, I think that requires bravery. Because so many of us are walking around with broken hearts or, like, not fully over things that happened years or even decades ago and only giving parts of yourself to new people instead of jumping into 100%. I do think it requires bravery to jump in 100% again knowing full well that yeah you could end up hurt just like you were before. And sometimes I don't know why people diminish that. I do think it takes real bravery. So yeah, I guess if you link it to an open heart it is
0: it is one of the most dangerous things, right? Yeah. yeah, because, I mean, we've seen her make mm-hmm. not so great decisions just because she wants to get there. So, yeah, that's yes. really the only part of her. High risk, it. high reward. Yeah. So Carrie calls Mount Sinai Hospital and asks to be connected to Big's hospital Big's, uh, hospital room. And I'm like, did he lose his cell phone? Okay. Anyway, she learns that he left that morning. And, of course, she rushes to his place. I am not a fan of the scene. Because I think it's the same thing. When he was moving to California, he did not tell her. Nope. He just... She just happened to stumble and she was like, if I didn't come, you wouldn't have told me? And he's like, eh. So she's going to visit him you in know, the hospital.
1: Sorry, sorry, sorry. She's not even at his place. She's at his hotel. Yeah, Which
0: yeah, yeah. Special. I'm going to say that. Yeah, oh, yeah, okay. okay. Good. Good. sorry. No, no, go ahead. No, just finish the scene. Um, so I just think that you're rushing to go see him and he didn't tell you he was checking out. He didn't want to see you or he didn't think it was something that you should do, but you're taking it against your place or whatever. So I think what makes it even worse is why I feel like she's doing the most. is like, when I thought she was rushing to his place and then she got there, his place is AKA the four seasons. She just happened to make a calculated guess Yeah. that he was going to be there. Like this man did not tell you, did not, I just... Oh, yeah, 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 there's I, so
1: many instances of big just not regarding her, like, you had lunch with her, or dinner, sorry, because you're in town for a heart issue, and obviously she was so hurt about it, we know Big didn't ask her to, like, be by his bedside, Uh she took that up on herself, and then you check out without telling her, I think that's so cruel, so cruel, and then she has to guess where you are, like, I don't know, man, with Carrie, I'd be like, give it up, how many signs do you need, but,
0: yeah. Because you know when she went to the four seasons, you have to do a little... Digging to even find his room number. I yeah. just, and then he could have called before he came to New York. He didn't tell you this whole time he had a heart problems. But Carrie's always giving him updates. I'm dating this guy. It's not going yeah. well. It's not going that. He's not doing the same for you. I'm telling you, women with the affliction. I just watched The Love is Blind after the altar, and Nancy and Bartiz, and Nancy's like, oh, we just want to be friends, and I just want to do this, and I'm like, she's still this, stuck on Bartiz. This friends thing is overrated guys like you don't have to be friends until her mother asked her okay so this friendship what are you benefiting from it yeah. and she could not answer and, so and but he was nasty to her family as well oh that would have been God. it for me but it was anyway. so nasty. and that's what it, that's what the mom was like you have someone like that it's like you're not benefiting from me what are you doing she's like yeah i just you know rather have them in my life i just have i'm so forgiving i'm like huh <laughs> Anyways, so this shameless woman, aka Carrie, yes, I said what I said, walks in and takes off her coat to reveal that she's wearing a candy striper uniform. I, I take a deep breath, I'm not gonna say anything. Let me channel my ina Samantha, Dash on a Judge. Big tells her to put her coat back on and is she trying to kill him? That he can't smoke, he can't drink, or he and he can't get excited. They're at the park, and we've switched over to Miranda. Miranda's with Brady, and then we see a slow-mo of Debbie and Steve walking in. Miranda said, um, well, it's a voiceover, that Miranda had no idea that Debbie was a knockout. Now, Debbie is someone that I'm so sure that I've seen in so many places and so many things. And I did go look it up, but she does not have an extensive IMDb. She has Sex in the City and some one show, Puberty, and it's an animated show, and that's it. And I'm like, maybe so where like I- one of those faces? Yeah, maybe she just does, but I was I was convinced, but nope. So as Miranda goes to say hi to them, her leg gets caught on the stroller and she wipes out completely on the floor, like wipes out like to the point where like we can see her underwear through her pants and everything. <laughs> Why do they always do this to Miranda? When this happens, to all the other ladies, they're still poised and nothing happens uh, to that extent. So, Robert comes up. I didn't even know he was joining them. I don't know what this was. Was this planned for them to meet? It
1: seemed like a plan. But to me, it didn't seem smart. Because why would you want your boyfriend of one month to meet up with your ex and his
0: new girlfriend? That he's been dating for quite a while, actually. It's just a bit, why? Maybe it's the one-up thing. Like, now she's ready to meet Debbie. Because now she has a shiny accessory from Yeah. So... Robert comes up and asks her if she's okay because he saw her fall. And she says she's fine and over-explains that he's overprotective because um, he's a doctor for the Knicks. And Debbie's very excited about that. And Steve adds, yeah, Debbie works for MasterCard HQ. <laughs> oh, man. have a question
1: for you before we move on. Mm-hmm. This wasn't the same actress they had before when we could only see her feet, right? I can't because their can't. voices sounded different to me. Oh, that's true. Because I, I don't feel know. like that time, remember when she was like hiding under Brady's crib? She sounded very like Jersey or very New York, and this Debbie didn't sound. I felt like their voices were different. Oh, I can't. And she didn't give off the tacky vibe that the other one did. Yeah. I
0: don't know. I don't remember to be honest. Mm -hmm. So. I remember her shoes. Sorry. Yeah, the shoes. (laughs) (laughs) So she can't read a room, and she keeps going on about how much Stevie loves the Knicks, and how he took her to the game, and their seats were so high up, and what do they call that section again? And Miranda volunteers, oh, the nosebleed section. I was like, oh my god, this pissing contest needs to end it's so embarrassing
1: um so even if I was thinking it I don't think I'd ever behave like this I find it so embarrassing like people but, and also if Robert clocked I wouldn't be mad if he left her for it do you know what I mean yeah because like yeah feel smug and maybe tell your friends about it but the behavior to me I found it so cringe I can't lie yeah
0: it was yeah so Robert says he could get some courtside tickets if they're interested. And Steve is like, nah, that's okay. I like my seats. And Miranda's like, take the seats. He's like, I don't need the seats. He's like, take the seats. I'm like, Whew. Yeah. Like you said, cringey, cringe, cringe. Yes. So we see Charlotte back at Dr. Miles and she's hoping to drown out the voices this time because the last time she just couldn't quiet her mind down. But there was a protest um in the street. Um we see her with all her needles and all, yelling for Doctor Mao, and she asked for like a quieter room. I'm like Charlotte, read the room. Like literally, there's no space. Like where do you want a quieter room? And he tells her that the city will never quiet down. That she has to find her center on her own. Do yeah.
1: you know one thing? One thing I um I kind of wish we'd seen a bit. I wish we'd had Harry in this episode. Because mm. it, it seemed w- very w- like she was doing it by herself. Do you know mm. what I mean?
0: So, the way I interpret it is that we all know Charlotte wants to have a baby, but I don't think she wants to raise alarms with um, Harry because remember, she already told him in the beginning, like, mm-hmm. I might not be able to give you kids or whatever. So maybe she just wanted to try this on her own. And then if it worked when they had sex, she'll just be pregnant and then it'll be good news. But she didn't want to start okay. the whole thing that and then have full... so... Yeah. Okay, that's fair. Yeah. You know? So we see Samantha and Smith walking again, and he grabs her hand, and she tells him, listen, I am not that kind of girl. (laughs) He tells her, like, listen, I like you, you like me, I've had enough of this horse shit, so just fucking hold my hand. And she's like, thank you, finally. (laughs) (laughs) That is the kind of talk that Samantha responds to. So she's like, fine, but only till my foot heals. He's like, sure. (laughs) So we see Carrie and Big in the hotel room, and they're laying out the dominoes, And Big starts talking about them in their 70s with no sex and board games. And Carrie makes jokes like, oh, you mean next week? And then he gets all serious and says, seriously, you and me, kid. You guys know how I feel about the kid calling. Um, And I don't even know if he's kidding or not. Honestly, I don't even know what he's asking at this point. So this episode really was frustrating for me because we know they're insinuating, they're, you know, getting there, but no one's actually coming right out to say something. So he makes a grunt and then he, and Carrie's like, are you okay? And it turns out like he's burning up and Carrie calls his doctor. And I'm like, what was Big's plan for recovery? I just, (laughs) he just assumed Carrie was going to show up or. Just check into the four seasons. I hope for the best, you know? Okay. Yeah, after an angioplasty, nice work. Mm -hmm. So Big tells her that she's an angel and he grabs her hand and says he's serious. He's like, what are we doing? I'm talking about us. Life is too short. And then Mm. he asks her again, what are we doing? And then Carrie's like, I don't know. (laughs) Mm. Mm. Carrie says it took the best heart doctor in New York, but Big's heart was finally unlocked. In fact, it was wide open. Um, I beg to differ. That heart was not unlocked. He just faced his mortality. Thank you. He, he had vulnerable. His yes. Mm-hmm.
1: That was it. Sorry, it was- another side note. Does Big have any friends? <laughs> Society friends, I guess. Okay. Okay. I mean, it was a little weird that he, I, well, obviously, because we're watching from Carrie's point of view. I'm just like, where are your friends? <laughs> like what? I mean, no one on the show has friends except Carrie, actually. Yeah, that's that's fair. No, yeah. we do hear of Charlotte's society friends, right? Yeah, but and they're not like the they one.
0: come in when they fit the storyline and they go have tea, but she doesn't really actually hang out with anybody. No. And the one time we heard of Samantha making a friend,
1: she ended up giving blowjobs under the table at a restaurant. So do
0: you when remember she that episode?
1: No, it was like one of the earlier seasons when Charlotte met, not Charlotte, sorry, Samantha met her kindred spirit.
0: Oh, yeah. But also, <laughs> but see how that's random and you can pick them out and it's not like someone she's known for years or something exactly. or whatever. They don't have friends. It's just it Carrie's doesn't. one who just keeps coming up with longtime friends too. Yeah. Um, Steve returns Brady and he tells Miranda, you know, that was funny. What happened the other day? And Miranda says, Yeah, it was fun. And she's like, wait, did you say funny or (laughs) fun? And they're going on about the day and how it was awkward, I guess. So they stare at each other, and Steve is about to say something. And then Robert comes in and he's like, hey, Steve. And he goes, yeah, I should be going. And then nothing happens. I wonder what he was going to say.
1: Good. I'm glad he couldn't say anything. Everyone's annoying. Go face your partners. You had your chance. I was do, you. do you remember how this plays out? No, I don't. Okay. But I feel like I have an idea. Okay, I do. And it's
0: just, yeah. Yeah,
1: it's going to make me annoyed, probably. I could feel it already.
0: I don't know if it's going to be, like, annoyed. It's just more like, that was savage. Yeah. <laughs> oh, it yeah. happened, so. Okay, I'm I'm eagerly looking forward to it. <laughs> so. So Charlotte runs into Bitsy and keeps going, and then Bitsy's just going on and on. I heard you went to Doctor Mao and blah 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 blah. And then these writers decide to wrap up Charlotte's storyline by saying like Charlotte was able to block her out because she just stood there and was able to block out Bitsy's babble. Like, we okay? What What was the point of all of that? Like, why? (laughs) I
1: don't know. Why did they waste like what? Ten minute chunk of our time why sometimes i'd generally rather than not give someone a storyline than give us bullshit
0: like this and they do it all the time it's so lazy Ugh. i think what would have been better would have been to have her back in the doctor's place make sure some noise or whatever outside the window but charlotte is able to look past it like yeah that would have been better than bitsy like i just i don't get it so carrie and big wake up and big is acting weird Carrie tries to check his temperature and he just moves her hand and is like, I'm fine. And then he gets up and then as he gets up, he kicks down the dominoes and Carrie says it was a shift imperceptible to anyone but me. I'm like, no, everybody can see it. But she knew (laughs) she knew Big's heart had closed again. And I'm like this right here reminds me that this show had to have a happy ending, but these two were not meant for each other i am sorry i don't care big was just not meant to be with someone and you know we didn't get to see what their life was like afterwards we just saw like one episode of it in and just like that but there's no way big was able to love carrie the way that she wanted to be loved i just he couldn't have just had like a turnaround or whatever because for all of the things that he did to her those are scars it's like scar tissue you just don't
1: she's been chasing him ever since they met do you know what i mean Marriage or not, like, are you going to continue to chase this man even in your marriage? And now you're right, I really wish we could have seen more what it was like, like with them actually married. Because I know they made it sound like they had a wonderful marriage, but I find it really hard to believe because people don't change like that,
0: they don't. And you have to remember that they didn't meet like, oh, he was in his 20s, or he was older and set in his ways. So, you know, these two, yeah, they were just never meant to be together. It's just a weird dynamic within them so she says maybe you will reopen in another five years because of course she's always leaving room for big or maybe you wouldn't but she knew herself well enough to know that it wasn't enough i mean are we giving her points for that no <laughs> because the choice was made for her uh.
1: she didn't make it herself sorry
0: <laughs> so she orders breakfast and says for the first time she didn't feel like crying and then she kicks the other side of the dominoes and kicks that down yeah. And that was the end of the episode. Uh, Carrie, 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 Carrie Bradshaw. But
1: yeah. <laughs> yeah. Did you have anything else to add?
0: No, that was it. That was, can't wait to see what the season finale gives us.
1: <laughs> no, I'm nervous. <laughs> but we'll see. But yeah, can you please tell the people where they can find us?
0: Yes, you can find us at the Rewatch Times 2, which is T-H-E-R-E-W-A-T-C-H-X-2. That's our handle on Instagram, on Twitter, and you can send us an email with that handle and just add at gmail.com. And please give us a five-star rating wherever you listen
1: to podcasts, particularly on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. We'd really, really, really appreciate it. Thank you guys so much for listening, and we'll see you next time. Bye. Bye.